This podcast is brought to you by Onnit. Go to Onnit.com and look at the great selection of supplements. If you find something you like, press in code Joey and get 10% off delivered right to your house. What's happened, you bad motherfuckers? It's Monday, March the 28th from the heart of Jersey. The joint is brought to you by DraftKings, the best. Join the action on the court during the biggest college basketball tournament of the year this weekend with DraftKings. I know you guys been watching. We're down to the fucking Elite Eight. We got St. Peter's Prep. We got Arkansas. It's over. Let me tell you what DraftKings is doing. New customers. Bet $5 on any college team to win and get 200 in free bets if they do to plop on the fucking Final Four and then for the Monday Night Championship. Now, if Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, there's no problem. You can still join the college hoops action with DraftKings Pool. Everyone, I mean everybody, plays for free. Free pools the whole month of March for a long shot at a share of over $250,000 in prizes. Are you kidding me or what? Do yourself a favor. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code Joey, J-O-E-Y. Bet $5 on any college hoop team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code Joey. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, 21 over, Restrictions apply. Don't let that hinder the fucking situation. You're getting paid this fucking weekend. We got pro basketball. We got college basketball. And oh shit, baseball's around the corner. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now use promo code Joey. The joint is also brought to you by Stamps.com. Listen, if you run a small business, the time and effort you put into it is anything but small. Time is money. Print official postage right from your computer and save yourself time and a ton of money with stamps.com. You spend less time at the post office and more time making your customers happy. We've been working with stamps.com for about 12 years now. My wife loves it. She weighs the packages. She puts the arrow up on the post thing on the mailbox. The mailman picks up the packages. It's that simple. Stamps.com even gives you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need with discounts you could find anywhere else. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. Get started in minutes. Printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. Stop overpaying for shipping with stamps.com. I don't care whether you got a small business, big business. I don't care if you're sending pictures of my head out. Sign up with promo code Joey, J-O-E-Y, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial and free postage and digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code Joey. Now, without further ado, let's get this party started. I got Lee and Steve Simone in the house, cocksuckers.
What's happening, you bad motherfuckers? Welcome to Uncle Joey's Joint, Monday the 28th of beautiful March. Today we have the fucking, the team of death here. We got the Catholic Steve Simone, <laughs> and we got the Jew on the other side, Lee Syatt, for a fun-filled Uncle Joey's Joint. The bong is here for fucking decoration. We can't smoke. My daughter's upstairs doing math homework. You know how that goes. Nah, she's not even home. Thank God we're all here. But thank God for fucking uh, ABX and the filters of death. I got a couple different companies. I got ABX with these little fucking vapor pens. There it goes. Maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> Mm. There you go. We're starting this Monday morning with a fucking bang, cocksuckers. Lisa, I at. How's it going, man? How buddy? do you like Jersey, my friend? I love it. I don't know how you're not 800 pounds. I'm t I told you, motherfuckers, when it comes to food, my neighborhood is the shit. You think I moved here to be a fucking x ray? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I moved here because of the fucking food. Not that I always want to eat, but just knowing that it's there. Yep. That's what we didn't have in that other fucking hellhole where we lived. No. Yeah. We miss L.A. You know, I miss L.A. I miss some of my good friends. Some of the food was good. We were talking about Lala's last night. Yeah. <clears throat> but beside that, nothing is like what I'm... Uh, I should be about 516 pounds right now. Yeah. If I'm on the 10-pound <laughs> a week gain, but fuck it. I just... Uh, I had to put the discipline on, man, because I could eat. The killer is two slices a day. Oh, that man. means I would be at 14 slices a week. That I can't recover from at fucking 60. Yeah. But two slices a week, I could recover from. A couple push-ups, two or three little walks, and I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? But it's so quick. Like We went to get pizza today for lunch, Steve and I, and I thought... I just forgot that you could go places and get a slice. I thought we were going to sit down and they were going to bring out a pie. Like I didn't, I've never, I, you can't sit down and eat pizza. If you can get a slice in five minutes here, I would stop more. I would get more than 14 a week. Back then, I would have. When I left here in 83, I was eating 14 slices a week. Metabolism was different. There was cocaine. There was a lot of things happening. You know what I'm saying? Now I can't do those 14 slices a week. But I hope you guys understood when I said to you, when we go to that pizza parlor on Selma, or we go to the pizza parlor Joe's in L.A., yeah. how everything was a prop like they didn't do a slice. When you're advertising a slice, you're not advertising a slice. You're advertising that I'm gonna be in and out of your place in two fucking minutes. Mm -hmm. That's what a slice right. is. A slice is something on the move. Yeah, you go to pizza with your kids and your grandparents. And you sit around and talk about the pepperoni. That's one thing. <laughs> I'm talking about when you fucking go with, you know, you're Grab working. You're working. You have a 15-minute break. Yeah, you got a 15-minute yep. break. It's 2 o'clock. I ate my pizzas at 2 o'clock. Let's be honest. There's nothing better than a slice at 2 in the afternoon. Yeah. Lunch is already settled. <laughs> you shit the fruit out. You know what I'm saying? The beer you had is gone. Now you're looking for something to keep you together till 6, 6.30. What better thing than a little slice? little Diet Coke, oh. and then after you eat the slice, you go, you know what? I'll take another one. Fuck it. I'll, I'll you know, because <laughs> slices are by the day. Sometimes I go, I went to fucking Carlos the other day, and I got there, and the guy goes, you want a slice, or you want to wait two minutes for a sausage to come out? And I said, you know what? I'll wait two minutes for the sausage to come out. I walked in there thinking I was going to get a cheese. I had the flavor of cheese in my mouth. You understand me? But I ended up getting the sausage because that's the way it goes today. I went there to get one slice. 
Sometimes you get two. I was going to say, I thought you were going to get a cheese <clears throat> while you waited for the sausage. But that yours, the one we went to, you told us to go to, is across the street from a Carvel. I got a black and oh, white milkshake. Black and white's my favorite going up. It's, it's vanilla ice cream and chocolate sauce instead of just chocolate ice cream oh, as so a milkshake. Good. It just brought, like, to be able to walk from pizza to a Carvel. <laughs> it's next to a deli. Oh. The place where I got you the sandwich before we had the pizza yeah, is we, next oh, yeah, we to did the Carvel. Have, yeah. No, it, it's heaven. It's food heaven. It's the absolute best. And then you, like, I knew, like, you met us at, at dinner last night. And you were the, our waiter didn't say two words to us. You walk in, everyone's hot. Like you, like you, everyone just loves you here. That's my spot. That's my Chinese place. There's a guy, I went to, I went to Chinese place with a friend of mine the other day, the cop. <laughs> and he started with his bullshit. You know, uh, this is a great place, but I think you should go to the other place down the road. Then there's not, and I'm like, you don't understand. I don't do that. Once I find my place. Unless the other place, the chicks had firecrackers coming out of a <laughs> pussy, I'm loyal to my people. Yeah. You know, everybody always says this, that about restaurants. If you're loyal, how loyal are you as a fucking customer to that restaurant? Yeah. Can they count on your business every week? Yeah. Or do you alternate? Do you tell right. people about that business? So yeah. these places that I've gone accustomed to, we were talking about Empire Szechuan. That's my spot. They laugh at me. Like, they make fun of me. When I go in there, I love that. When Chinese people make fun of you at a restaurant, she'll call my wife and go, your husband here with blonde. <laughs> you know, she'll do shit like that to me. Like, they do all that type of shit family. to me there. With their family. Well, yeah. who, who has, like, a, a friend at the, like, who's friends with their Chinese restaurant people? And you, like, it's a good thing. Are you? Yeah, me I've never, had, I've never had that. Like, they're, like, they're your friends. They're my friends. My buddy Vince, ah. the tomato pie I brought you, he doesn't open. He's open 15 days a year, and every time I come into Philly, he's like, all right, how many pies do you need? He'll open up the business just for me. And what does yeah. he do for money the rest of the year? He's got, like, a property business. Okay. He's, like, in the construction. These that fucking pieces that, that Steve brought. Oh, my God. With just a pie with salt. We got a slice. Tomato pie. A tomato fucking pie. It's ridiculous. You, this, obviously, you motherfuckers here at this show today is about food. Yes. Listen, tell... <laughs> Fucking Guy Fieri to suck your dick <laughs> and tell fucking that other motherfucker that Bobby Flay, that ignorant cocksucker, where he always wins. Nobody beats Bobby Flay. Nobody beats Bobby Flay. I know like there was a white chick on there last week that'll buck Bobby Flay up, but they always give it to Bobby Flay. It's a fix, Bobby Flay. <laughs> Fuck you, the fucking Food Network. I was thinking of taking something over to you motherfuckers, but you always let Bobby win. And it ain't that. Even my wife stopped watching it. Yeah. She goes, I'm watching this. That the These people are obviously beating Bobby Flay. As they're tasting it, the judge is like, this is the best rumble I ever had. And then Bobby comes along and fucking wins. Fuck Bobby Flay, that punk-ass bitch. Yeah, that guy with the glasses and shit. Yeah, this, it's a goofy fucking network. They got oh. ugly people on there. Bobby Flay's going to wake up and his Twitter's going to be messed up tomorrow. I'm telling you. What, and then what he did get, I do to Joey Diaz? And then they always fucking get up and they always they always torture like the people he's fucking going up against to throw them off. <laughs> and then they make believe they do it to Bobby Flay. Like, oh, let's torture Bobby a little bit. They cheer against Bobby. Actually, I saw Galea on there once. <coughs> torture people. Really? Did you see Galea on that once? Uh. That must have been pre before the eighteen year old raised the hand and shit. Before the bus girl said something. <laughs> the Lee is alive and kicking now. He's They're doing, doing great. great. Yeah. They're doing great. So happy. Bro, all those fucking idiots that came out against Dalia and 
Brian Callen. They opened up a can of worms that they didn't know they were going to open up. Obviously, they didn't think about what they were going to fucking say or whatever. Now they realize why people shut the fuck up. Because if you say something, they're going to bring you in. It's like I was watching The Sopranos. That guy that was a witness and he told the cops, I'm a good citizen. I should have said something. Then two weeks oh, later, yeah. his name is in the paper and he's like, I'm going to get killed by the gangsters. That's why I shut your fucking Keep mouth. Mind your business. Shut your fucking mouth sometime. You want to be a fucking playboy or a, a boy scout? Do it on your own fucking time. Go tie a shoelace. <laughs> Go bring a donut to a homeless guy. What the fuck is wrong with you? But they're doing great. And I'm, and I'm you know what? I'm happy for him. A lot of people turn their back on him. He got to see where he stood are. in life. Yeah. And once you see where you stand in life, you're fucking brand new. You're brand new. He's got nothing to talk about, nobody to talk with. Fuck you. You said shit about me on Twitter. Yeah. And he moves on. I check in with Delia all the time. Me too. I'm still I love tight him. with him. He's I love Chris He loves being a dad. He's a family. Yeah. His parents are awesome. Like, I love that. Come on, man. These what happened was he was fucking people and he was being a dick. You're not going to chick sucks your dick. You're like, oh, you're finished? Get the fuck out of here. Can't do that to these chicks. These chicks actually think that they want to get married to you or something. Yeah. So it was just a bad situation. I'm happy we all moved on from that. Me too. I'm happy all the stupid shit that people were saying. Fucking everybody moved on from it. And now you see. Now you see why we're the way we are. Now, now what do you got? Now you got comedians that aren't going to fucking talk to you. Yeah. That's what you got now. Comedians that aren't going to fucking talk to you, that are scared. I know a comic, no names. He said he will never do another meet and greet. He doesn't give a Frenchman's fuck. Yeah. Because God forbid you touch somebody wrong, whatever. So that that's what you get now. That's what you get. You want to complain about comedians? You know, that's why. Dog, and there was, there was some creepy shit. I got, I took a picture with a fucking, I told you about that. Three years ago, I went to like Toledo. I went to Toledo, Ohio. Is that what you... Okay. Yeah, the Columbus Toledo Funny Toledo? Bone. Okay. Yeah. The Funny Bone in yeah, Toledo. Yep. Yeah. What, four fucking years ago? Five fucking years ago? In between... I dog, it was so long, I don't even fucking remember. I took a picture with a fucking... I was in the lobby in the hotel. <clears throat> like about five. A no-no on a Saturday. Especially in a small town, because everybody knows you're at that hotel. Gotcha. I went out for dinner, but it was a smaller hotel. They didn't have room service. Usually for dinner at any hotel on Saturday, I just have room service because you don't really want to go out. I do all my shit early. I go to the gym, and then I go up to the room about 4, watch TV for a little while, and then I didn't do that that day. I went out. When I came back, they were checking in. Now, she was really attractive, and so was he. They were a young couple. They were like 32. Yeah. She took a picture of me. He took a picture of me. Then they both took a picture of me. Never thought about it again. Yeah. Hi, goodbye. They said I was very approachable. Whatever. Two years later, I'm getting a fucking email looking for my address. He was filing for divorce, and he used one of my pictures with the chick to say she was cheating on him. Huh? That's terrible. Do you know what I'm saying? So now I got to an answer to an attorney and all wait, that wait, stuff. Wait, wait, no. They hit up an attorney? Yeah, the, the attorney hit, my, hit me up. Well, you have... Oh, That's my terrible. God. So with all that shit, now, how do you feel after that? Do you want to, you know, how do you want my behavior to be after that? You know, right. UFC fighters are taking pictures of people. They would say, get me in a headlock. And a year later, they're getting sued because they said when you got them in a headlock, you hurt their fucking neck. And it sucks <clears throat> because, like, the vast majority, like 
95% of people we meet or I've met through this Amazing. have been so cool. Very but cool. the crazy have gotten crazier. Yep. And it's just, it's not, it like, it's just not worth it. Like, like so as much sad. as it would suck to be like, oh, I can't take a picture, but it's like, is this the one time I take a picture and someone says I did something? Or even yesterday, some guys, first time in six months anyone said anything to me about the church. Yeah. Some guys stopped me at a gas station, but they literally pulled over. They weren't even really in a spot. They left the car running. And I was like, am I about to get fucking like... Car like stabbed or something? Yeah. I was like, I'm nowhere in the middle of nowhere in Connecticut. <clears throat> but so like, you think about it now. I get it. And I, mine is... A hundredth, a thousandth of what you're like. I said last night as a joke to like, how often do you get recognized? Because it happened last night when we were out, and your wife was like, "Oh, every day, like that." That's a little bit much. That that must get a little bit old. No, you say hello to people. There's some people who are. Last night I was in a restaurant. No, Friday night I went to a restaurant in Cold Snack, and talk. I got twelve kids, and I got twelve adults. You know, I got like six sets of parents, and we're sitting. We just come from a tag, a, a flag football game. And we're sitting there, we're having a good time with the kids. And all of a sudden, a guy comes in with kids, and they stop because the waitress is there. And I make eye contact with the guy. And he looks at me, and I go, what's happening? He goes, how you doing, man? He goes, I loved you in the longest shot. He shook my hand, and he kept moving with his kids. Great people, yeah. That's it. He goes, that's mercy. I go, yeah. He goes, I listen to the podcast. And he walked away. Yeah. Good. Some other kid. I was gonna say, good people make it easy to be nice. Good people to them. make it easy. They make know? it easy. They yeah. make life easy. But then there's problem people. Where are you just going? Then I got two kids around me. I got the, my daughter sitting on me, and I got the neighbor girl busting my balls because my pants were short and they could see my ass crack. <laughs> so the neighbor girl kept saying, "I'm gonna throw pennies in there, Mr. Diaz." And, <laughs> and all of a sudden, some kid goes, "Are you Joe Diaz?" And I'm like, "No, you got the wrong guy." Just because I knew yeah. what he wanted. When you see a guy with two kids, he was he was excited. You know, yeah. he was very excited. He was young. And I knew he was going to hang there. He might even slip and say, where's the reefer at? Or something. Right. You know, I'm sitting next to a cop. You know, right. he's a detective. You know, he knows I get high, but I don't want to slam it in his face. Right. So I go, no, nah, no. Nah. And he goes, everybody, fuck it. You look just like him. Anybody ever tell you that? And the detective goes, I tell him all the time. He looks just like Joe Diaz. He won't listen. And everybody's laughing at the table. And the guy's like, man, you look just like Joey. I didn't do that because I was a scumbag. I did it because I know that. What well, it was going to open. Yeah. The other right. guy had kids with him. And, yeah, you, you know, he was people. just like nice, you know, whatever. Polite. I love talking to people. I yeah. love. Listen, I'm a chatty. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I love talking to people. Me so too. if you're cool with me and you approach me the right way, I'll talk to you for 10 fucking years. The other day yeah. I went to Lobotis. Ended up talking to some guy out there for fucking 20 minutes about uh, CGI. Yep. You know, he, he just, he came up to me. He's like, I, I'm in high school and I want to learn. He goes, when they shot you in the Sopranos, did they really? And we talked. Yeah. He didn't want to take a picture. He didn't give a fuck about comedy. Polite. Polite. And respectful. Respectful. That, like, I remember being in a bar. I wasn't even drinking, but it was, like, five years ago or whatever. Bartender slammed. And, uh, you know, I catch the eye and I said, excuse me, I can see that you're busy. But when you have a chance, may I please get a Diet Coke with no ice? And the guy goes, what? I said, I understand you're busy. I go, but when you please, just a Diet Coke. And he went, you know what? Whatever you want, it's free. I go, what? He goes, order whatever you want. He goes, you're the only polite person we've had in here in a year. He goes, whatever you want, I got it. Like, because people don't do that anymore. There's no more common courtesy. I think that over the 
with the situation the last two years, I think, you know, man, I, I call it like a mental health issue because maybe I had a little bit of a mental yeah. health issue. But at times, when you see all these planes and stuff, I, I was thinking about the planes that it was people have been in the house too long and they forgot yeah. how to act. Yeah. That yeah. was just a stupid excuse. I know that the planes, you know, I, when I did the plane to Austin, just the amount of times the fucking lady told me to put the mask on, even though I had my mask on, you know, she can't put it on. They had like a recording. Yeah. I wanted to get up and punch myself in the fucking face. <laughs> right. Never mind punch like the stewardess or I didn't want to punch none of them in the face. I wanted to punch myself in the fucking face because it was so fucking annoying. Yes. You know, right now people, for a long time, people didn't know where their money was coming from. Yes. You know, we were talking about LA before. These people were paying two $2,000 a month rent. They didn't pay rent for a year and a half. You owe your landlord 40 fucking G's. Yeah, it's a lot of money. You know, 40 fucking G's. You're never going to get out of that. Trust no. me, I was down 100 G's. That's 10 fucking years. Yeah. That's 10. You're down 100 G's. That's fucking Forget it. 10 years sentence. with all your bullshit. Because you got to remember, you have rent. Did anybody see that thing? Steve Harvey was paying the government. Four hundred and fifty thousand a month. Did you see that well, shit? Wasn't it because like Whoa. his accountant stole his like twenty million dollars yep. from him? His accountant stole. Said money. he was filing taxes and didn't file the taxes. Oh my goodness! And then he died. And then like, yeah, you owe us twenty years back taxes. Or not twenty years. I don't know how long. Oh it was. my it was goodness! It was a long fucking time for you to owe four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month. That's a lot of money. And he goes, I paid that. No wonder he has that judge show now. No, he that's what he said. He goes, I did everything. I didn't turn down anything. I was not in a position to turn down anything. Wow. He goes, I just worked. And he goes, I bumped into a contract that was big. And that paid a bulk of it off. But 450000 a month. And still pay for your car payment. Because that shit don't stop. Yeah, life doesn't stop. It's groceries, life. And, and they don't have a Toyota, which is still expensive. No, nah, they, they, they don't have a fucking they have like a, We had someone come on the podcast once who was... Very nice, but, like, not a known person. And they came in, and they were talking about, like, a $2,100 one-bedroom with a $900 a month Mercedes lease. <laughs> and it, I was like, what are you talking are you about? Doing? And they were there for, like, they were, they were new to L.A. A $900 a month car? My buddy Wally was in L.A. for a month, and, like, you know, you meet idiots when you're first there on, like, on an acting class or whatever. The guy was living in a studio apartment, and he was driving a Ferrari. <laughs> he was leasing a Ferrari and living in a studio apartment, parking it on the street. Oh. That's L.A. Gross. Yeah. It living above their nobody. means. People have no idea that... Every, did you anybody watching L.A. Lakers show on HBO, HBO Max? Pretty fucking good show, The Making of the Lakers. I'm going to tell you something. <clears throat> I like Thomas C. Riley. Mm -hmm. That's his name. He was yeah. a boogie nice. John, John C. Riley. John C. Yeah, Riley has great. always, to me, been a good actor. Yeah, me too. I met him once. I didn't really say anything to him. Hi, nice to meet you. But let me tell you something, bro. He's always been like a mediocre actor in my world, even though people put him on a pedestal for years. Mm -hmm. When you see him playing Jerry Buss, Dr. Buss. Is it great? That show's great. Me and my wife watch wow. it religiously at 9.01. That's awesome. But what was I going to get to? We were talking about something. We were talking about L.A. We were talking about people's bills, all the sadness people are carrying with them. <clears throat> and just be nice. Like you were talking about the people approaching you. Yeah, people yeah, bills like and all the stress people are under. And I realize that now. Like go out of your way just to be a little bit nicer to people. You know what I mean? Because people are. 
I will say one thing I love about Jersey, Philly, this East Coast, when you're nice to people, they immediately give it back to you. Like, they're so grateful. Like, the guys in the pizza place, they were so, like, excuse, we said please and excuse me. And the guy kept on checking in on us. How do you like it? He gave us a, a, the bigger size arancini balls than what we paid oh, for. Huge. Like, they take care of you. You know what I mean? Like, you put good out there, you get good back. But then, like, at a certain point, like, I did a lot of uh, podcasts for real estate agents in L.A., in Beverly Hills. I did two mm -hmm. of different ones. And I would go and record sometimes at, like, these really beautiful houses. But, like... The houses in Beverly Hills didn't really... I never felt comfortable in them. They never feel like a home. At all. And, like, it was... The numbers would blow you away. They're like, a $2 million house for them was like a starter house. Yeah. All houses were like $10 million, $12 million. It's like, if I could live in a $600,000 house and not have to work versus have to do uh, a show I might not want to do but live in a $12 million house, it's like... Maybe you should just live in a regular house and retire. Yes. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Less stress. Like, why do you have this, like, 12-bedroom estate? I don't know. I never liked, uh, if you know anything about me, I love doing stand-up and I love working, doing movies. I never liked the attention people in that field get. Yep. Yeah. You know, meanwhile, fucking surgeons are saving lives. Yes. And nobody talks to them. Nobody wants to take a picture with them. Yep. Nobody wants to do nothing. Nobody has a picture Teachers, of them, a baseball cops, card, nothing. Yeah. yeah. You know, and all that's great. I never liked that. If you know anything about me, I never liked the, the fucking somebody bringing me water. And right. That, that, that just wasn't for me. So when I left, when I left L.A., it was an easy unwind for a guy like me. Me too. I wasn't tied up with a publicist. I wasn't going to premieres. Mm -mm. I did not. And now I feel like, like, you know, we were talking about the uh, Comedy Store 50th anniversary, which is on April 7th. Comedy Store is a big part of my life. I wouldn't have a wife if it wasn't for the store, a kid, a career, nothing. I mean, and it's really painful for me to think about going there. Like, I'm like, mm. do I want to? I'm not in that world anymore. That's not yeah. my world no more. You know, I... Yeah. You're so much happier. That was... I mean, because we've talked... Yeah. ...over the past year and a half. But, like, seeing you, like, when you came up with Mercy and Terry last night, it's just, like, how happy... Like, I told Steve today, I was like, I'm so happy that you're so happy. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, like, it's just noticeable. It was time to get out of that guy. For me, it was. I like being a stand-up comic. Me, too. I liked everything that came with it, but somewhere along the line, it went south <laughs> for a guy like me. It just went south. I wasn't enjoying what I was doing anymore. I can't believe that I sacrificed this part of my life to mm. be a stand-up, and all of a sudden, I didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. It was very hard for me to, I think, to comprehend and process it, and I struggled a lot with it, but it's, you know, and I kept telling people last year, oh, by next July, I'll be on stage, you know, by next April, this whatever I'm going through. No, I pulled away from it even more. Mm. Like, I pulled away from it even more. I'm enjoying watching movies again just for a movie. Yeah. Not to look at it to see who the actor is. <laughs> right. None who of that shit, yeah. you know. Right. I always knew that when I did The Sopranos, I always had a funny feeling that was going to be my last movie. Mm. Like, I always just had a funny feeling. Like, I did We Crashed and whatever else. I did something for Greg Garcia and stuff. But I don't, I don't know. I just... This was a perfect way to unwind for me. Like, yeah. I needed this. You know, I'm happy that Lee's doing 
and looks like a fucking star. Amazing. Thank you, bro. I mean, when I pulled up at the Chinese restaurant and I could see him from behind, I was like, wow, look at fucking Lee. You know, for people who don't know, you know, we were talking about it before. I mean, there was a day I went looking for these two fucking humps. <laughs> and I'm driving on Magnolia and I make a left onto fucking Kawenga, whatever that was. Tahunga. And I Kahunga and I see Lee, I see Simone walking like, you know, Johnny, you know, tip top Magoo, nowhere. <laughs> He's taking a stroll. Yeah. And I go, What the fuck is Lee? And Lee's looks like Fucking the guy from you know what's the guy that rings bells? <laughs> Quasimodo. Quasimodo. He's like rings bells. his whole left side was stuck. He looked like the guy in Splash when he shot himself with the Nova cane. <laughs> what's that dude? And, and and whatever was ripping him out of there, Tom Hanks. And he's like, hold on, what are we coming? Lee Lee was just discombobulated. Oh, I was like, I hated it. And I go, this cannot. It was hot. I was 300-something pounds. I was so concerned. We would have we, talks. We all. Yeah. Joey we all. and I would talk. And, like, I was so concerned. And then when I started to see the weight come off, but to see it in person, I'm so proud Thank of you. you guys. And happy for it you. It was happy. Yeah. Happy for you. Yeah, it just, I don't, I don't know. I just wasn't ready, I guess. Mm. But it I wasn't the food. Was. Like, I was telling no. my wife before, guys, we were in a, in a time capsule. You know, out in L.A. We were just in the time capsule. And there was so much going on, but then again, there was nothing going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was a lot going on. I got to go to the store. We got a podcast. We're going to get the yes. guy from the Foo Fighters this week. We got, you know, there was a lot going on, but there was nothing going on. Yeah. And we were in, and it's as fucked up as this sounds. I don't want you to think we're whining or anything. We were having the time of our life. Yeah, Looking back yeah. right now, anybody who went in there, and you guys have seen it. When you watch the old episodes, Theo doing mushrooms, <laughs> acid church, fucking Owen Benjamin walking to Tuscahanna. You know, fucking, <laughs> oh my he's God. still walking, that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have an idea. We didn't know what we were doing. But for you people who were at home watching, yeah, it was a party, but yeah. it weighed a lot. You know, he wasn't sleeping. I wasn't sleeping. You know, yeah. I remember waking up in the mornings and going to piss and my dick in my hand. Just... And to you guys, it was a different... I wasn't being a hypocrite. I was just doing my job. For you guys, I was having a great time. But I still remember in the mornings waking up going, I can't believe I got two spots at the store tonight. Yeah. Like, I can't fucking believe I got two spots at the store tonight. Like, my day is not going to be over till 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. You know? And when you're a comedian, when you're a musician, when you're a singer... When you're a blowjob, whatever the fuck you do, whatever the fuck you do. I mean, uh, Mike's a musician. You know, mm -hmm. Mike, if I told you um, you were playing a gig tonight at 8 o'clock, what time would you get there? Four. Four in the afternoon, yeah. you know. We were talking about Steve. When you're a comic, you hate the daytime. Yeah. When you're a real comic, you fucking hate the daytime. There's nothing going on in the daytime that's got anything to do with you. Jobs, courts. Gyms, none of that shit. When you're a comic, you can't wait. You want to wake up at the quarter to eight, somebody throw you in the shower and just throw you to do, because that's all you think about all day. When I, listen, when I did comedy till 2007, when I woke up in the morning, this is all I had on my mind. Two things. What, how many shows do I have tonight and how am I going to get a gram of coke tonight? Mm. Nothing else. I didn't think about eating. I didn't think about fucking. I didn't think about sucking. 
you think about two things. Where am I getting on stage tonight? And how am I getting a grammar blow tonight? Yeah. That's what you think of when you're in a comic, the first 10 fucking years. If you're thinking about something else, you're not doing it right. If you're thinking about your wedding or, oh, I, I can't wait to see what Kim Kardashian is doing. No, it's not going to work out for you. If you give a fuck about Pete Davidson, it's not going to work out for you. All you got to give a fuck about in the morning when you're doing comedy is to get on stage. Am I right? Yeah, Am that's I right? It. Well, how scary is it, though? Because <clears throat> like, now that I've had a day job for a while, I can't imagine like working a full nine ten hour day and then doing stand like that's that's a lot and that's and, and it's also like how do you like what because you eventually have to make the switch to not doing a day job but if you're not making that much money oh it's terrible oh my god and plus i had to work like minimum wage day jobs because they were flexible in case joey said you want to come out on the road with me in case paulie said i have two weeks we're going to go on a tour of the midwest for two weeks you can't have a job like yours with right. real responsibility well, are they actually they flexible disappear. or do you just like have to get no. new jobs all the time because like you're like i'm just gonna quit this job no, the nice the nice lady at the gym remember the hollywood gym where i worked she always kept a job for me oh that's nice okay. uh the pizza places that i worked at my buddy Jules like i'm not coming slice. in yeah yeah they'd be like that they were like this is why you're here go do it yeah so i worked at pizza oh, places nice. gyms and then telemarketing but it's exhausting because you would have to work two different jobs. You're not making overtime anywhere. You're not getting any <gasps> benefits. And then you're getting up on stage at 10 o'clock at night with either working comics that have been sleeping all day or like rich. I didn't realize how many people in L.A. were just rich kids that didn't have to work. That's all they did was just yeah. like, you know, an open mic. That was their job. They'd work three minutes a day. And then I was, it was exhausting. You know, when I got into comedy... I worked the first, like, three years. I was paying attorney fees and rent and all that shit. But by, like, 95, I'm like, fuck work. <laughs> fuck my credit rating. Fuck all you motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, for years, because all your life you're going to be worrying about. Listen, when you get into comedy, you're a fucking nomad. When you get into yeah. music, you're a fucking nomad, okay? You know, when you become a librarian, there's a lot of fucking librarians. But when you become a comic, you might be the only comic in your fucking neighborhood or your fucking state or whatever. Yeah. So, like, by the fourth year, all my focus was on stand-up. Why are you going to get a job for? What are you going to get a job for? Somebody come up to you, what's this today's special? The Laugh Factory. Uh, what? Right. That's what happens. When you have a day job and you're a comedian or you're a musician and you got a gig that night, that's all you're looking for. Yeah. If I would have had a family, I would have had to have a day job go home, put the kids to sleep, whatever, help my wife or whatever the fuck I had to do. And then hopefully somebody's got a spot for you at nine o'clock. Yeah. It's a great life. I mean, if you make 60,000 a year in your day job, whatever, selling insurance, an office job, an economist, you could still put together another 10 G's a year at night working comedy. Oh, yes. You could do the weekends. I worked with a couple guys that were fucking hilarious in Denver. One black guy, in particular, I forget what his name was. I loved him. He was a fucking attorney. Wow. So at night he would have, and you want me to tell you what his joke was? My favorite joke he had. Mm -hmm. He was a black dude, really handsome dude, cool. I forget what his name is. God forgive me. But he would have his closer was, you guys like the Godfather, and people go, yeah, we like the Godfather. He goes, this is my impersonation of Vito Corleone, and he would turn around and put the cotton balls in his mouth. And then he turned back around and he'd go, somebody fucked up my teeth. 
That was the impersonation. <laughs> and you know, I used to love that goofy shit. I used to I love Sally. And it got funnier the more you saw. You probably saw that two hundred oh, times. Oh, he would do that shit. Like, somebody fucked up my feet. That's awesome. He would have the cotton balls on the side and shit. <laughs> fucking tremendous. But that guy made great money. I still remember doing Wyoming with him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like a Friday, like he picked me up like a six. We got to do like a hundred miles an hour to get to the gig by That's eight. Great. You know, he had a suit on, and he was telling me because I work like two weekends local. You know, like that. In Colorado back then, yeah, you have your comedy clubs, but you also have like uh, the Poconos would do comedy on Fridays and Saturdays. Yep. They know, you know, that you, you know, they hire local guys. Yep. I was telling you that there's a restaurant in Manalapan, maybe, I think, on the 79 Stacks. Fucking tremendous breakfast. If you get a minute to go to Stacks, get the fucking uh, pro dish. Oh, my God. It's a little dish they give you. What do you, what do you have, like a Denny's, those disgusting things? Grand Slam? Grand, no, no, the other one that comes with a dish, and they put the two eggs on top, and you're supposed to cut it up. Denny's was the fucking um, one known for all those places. They have those. Grand Slam, Moon Over Miami. No. <laughs> Moon Over Miami is not yeah. bad. That's my shit, Moon's <laughs> Over Miami. But they have those things where they put potatoes and a pepper. A skillet? A skillet. skillet. There we go. Dog. I never liked a skillet. Like, I went to a diner. Somebody referred me, a dear friend of mine, referred me to a diner. They have a, what's the little potatoes? Tish, tri, tater tot? Tater tot. They have a tater tot. Yeah, I know. I know my, I know my breakfast foods. Dog, they got a tater tot. That, I don't think you, I don't even think you would like it. It's only for fat people. I love tater tots. What do you, but let me tell you, no, no, no. Oh, it's okay. not tater tots. How dare you say I don't like tater tots? It's, it's tater tots. With sausage, peppers, home fries, oh. topped with like oh. six different types of cheese. Yes, please. Little bacon bits, okay. ham, sausage, and fucking, it's disgusting. <laughs> and then they put two eggs on top of that, covered with fucking cheese. I mean, it, uh, too much. It's too much for Uncle Joey. I don't like it. I, in fact, I ate it one time, and I was supposed to drive Mercy to the wreck or something. I go, Mercy, we got to stop at home. She's like, why? <laughs> I'll tell you, when we get out. Dog, I destroyed that little fucking bathroom. Ink was coming out of it the whole fucking thing. But Stax has a fucking pro dish. It's called like Protein Plate or Pro. It's filet mignon chunks with potatoes, green peppers, red peppers, and they give you the eggs on the side with two pieces of wheat toast. Oh, that sounds good. Stop it. But my point is they do comedy there. Oh. <laughs> Sorry about that. My point Forgot about that. They do comedy yeah, there. And those are the places you do. Like for yeah. me, if I ever got into it, if I had a weird bug up my ass, I would start with just Jersey. Mm. There's six comedy clubs in Jersey. That's I could do that's twelve weekends a year. Yeah. That's six comedy. You do February, March, April. And see you. I'll see you in November. <laughs> you do November, December, and you're done for the year. <clears throat> That's it. That's what I would do. I would just do local things, and because I'm not getting on a fucking plane mm. every week. Yeah. I get car sick, guys. And my car sickness is 50 50. Mm. So, I, what if I drive somewhere and I get sick? I can't go on stage. Yeah. I can't go on stage. It happens to me uh, once a fucking week. Motion sickness patches? It's something, I'm doing something, I think it's my vision mm. at night. I think it's my vision at night. And every week I tell my wife, we got to go to Costco this week. 
Plus, like everything else, everything else is on the back burner. Yeah. I'm having a hard time driving at night. It sucks now. Like, it sucks. I hate driving at night. Do you? Yeah. The, the, like, I never know who, like, that was the worst part about driving after an edible in L.A. Because hmm. the, the, the headlights, and all, I, I don't know what lane they're in. I'd be terrified to merge. I would just stay in the one one lane because I was like, I'm gonna kill myself. I have to just stay in the right lane and get off. And I so I can't. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Remember the spray? Who else? We don't have the spray no more now. Oh, thank God! Got the knife and oh. shit. <laughs> and I got the garlic. I ate the garlic pills this morning, so they're processing right now in the stomach. Uh. The garlic pills will be ready. We'll be farting. Getting you in the corner. I got to figure out a corner to get you in here. Yeah, I know what it is. I saw the it, it, like the seat is disintegrating. When I wiped from the, all the seat, farts. it was brown by the ass part <laughs> that, from all the farts that had gone in. Dude, for years, we did the podcast twice a week, and you ate fish twice a week. You would have salmon and garlic pills and come over and just... And then you, and then we switched chairs, so you were right next to me, so I couldn't move. At least when you're on the on the end, I could like kind of like move away from Those it a little are the bit. Best. When uh, I used to get you in the corner. That would, and honest to God, how many farts have I farted since we started this podcast? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Ten maybe, but maybe. Yeah, it's been tremendous. My system has changed. It's the air in L.A. that was polluting no, my no. asshole. See, the thing is, you've heard 10. He also has silent ones. Because I would only know he farted because he would do this. He'd go... <laughs> he would just hold it, he would out of the side. That, it didn't always make a sound, but he just... <laughs> and he would... Like I, like, I learned to, like, okay, if he starts, like... Shifting in his chair, like, huh, I gotta run. I have like PTSD, like, I have to run away. Like, I think people are gonna fart on me all the time. Oh my god, you farted so much. That's why you had the flies. But I have to say, I that might have been the flies, uh, but uh, there were flies. I still say it was because of the, the freaking the dumpster at the office complex, but of, co of course, the dumpster was your neck, cocksucker. It was not. <laughs> My neck smelled eh, probably not great. When was the last time you ate hummus? I can't. What? Oh yeah, the birthday video. Yeah, there's too many calories in hummus. I do. Yeah, like, I so still I like it though. When was the last time you saw a fly? When you LA. stopped eating hummus? No, yeah. I was still fat when I was. There's no flies. The anymore. flies bring hummus. What else attracts flies? Shit, right? When you take a shit. And you put it on the floor. What comes to it? I've never flies. done that. How so if you eat you hummus and flies attract it, what do you think is in that fucking hummus? Shit, Arab shit. Like some fucking <laughs> terrorist took a shit and grinded it down. Yeah, I watch a lot of those cooking shows. They put in the food processor <laughs> and they put in the fucking hummus or some shit. Maybe that's why they're not beating Bobby Flay. Not, but that's why you don't have flies. Oh my god, a spirit touched me. That's why you don't have. <laughs> that's why you don't have flies anymore. Because you don't eat hummus anymore. The hummus has a little granulated shit in there. I love hummus. Not anymore. It's so good, though. No, it's not. It smells I saw there's a, there's a kebab place near you. I saw it today. Where? I don't know. I, there's a couple Mediterranean places. I'm going to tell you what the deal is here, okay? <laughs> the Nine is tremendous. The only fucking restaurant in the Nine that violates the Joey Diaz code is fucking there's a Jersey Mike's which I haven't figured out how to light them on fire. I thought yet. I was a Jersey Mike's guy. Now what's what happened? It's it's, it's canceled. 
once you live in Jersey, right, right. you're not allowed to go to Jersey Mike. <laughs> okay? That's the plan. You know how many fucking Italians came over here in a bathtub to open up a sandwich place and you're going to go to fucking Jersey Mike's to get your fucking ham and cheese? Oh. Not even a person from Jersey in Jersey Mike. They're all from Rhode Island or fucking Connecticut or fucking Delaware. Nobody from Jersey is even allowed to work at Jersey Mike's. The food is so fucking bad. And I got to be honest with you, the, the, the fucking Philly cheesesteak with the works is not bad. Yeah. <laughs> at Jersey, the Kahuna or whatever Yeah, is. the big Kahuna yeah. is not bad. I live in Florida. Bad. I go to Jersey Mike's. Yeah. It's hard to keep track of the rules, Mike. Like Sometimes you're like, wait, I, I thought... Is Jersey Mike's a good or bad? You can't go unless you get the cheesesteak. Cannot fucking go to Jersey Mike's. Oh, you can't Mike. get DoorDash. will yell at you for that, too. Why would someone, you want to go to DoorDash? Someone's going to drink your milkshake. Especially your now. They dip their fingers in your pizza. I'll show you a kid that does DoorDash. He comes over here every day like I see him. Yeah. You tell me if you ever want to order food from the outside again. I did it one day last week. Did you order food from DoorDash? No, I dashed. Oh, you dashed. Yeah. Did you dip your fingers in anybody's pizza and take a pepperoni out of respect? <laughs> take a pepperoni. Oh, I would do that to everybody's pizza. Everybody's pizza. I take one of those little pepperonis off, maybe a big chunk of cheese off. Oh, yeah. I used to deliver Chinese food and sell Coke. If you don't think... When somebody would order when somebody would order egg rolls or spare ribs, I was the happiest man on earth. Those spare ribs always got there late. I was, Light. I was a cheap fat guy. I would I would have counted if the, if I was missing an egg roll out of my order, I would have been pissed off. Oh, I always ate something. If I if you oh, ordered a shrimp no. dish, I took a little shrimpy. There's only four, and now you're getting three. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. So that's why I don't order food because I know what disgusting people do. And I'm disgusting. I was a disgusting delivery driver. If I liked you, I didn't do anything to your food. I never pissed in food or anything like that. I just wanted to sample it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe I don't want to buy a whole fucking food. You buy it, and I just take a little potato and a piece. It, it would be hard. I was in Steve's car last night after that pizza was in it all day, after yeah, that tomato, tomato pie. I can't imagine being around a pizza delivery driver or a Chinese delivery driver all night, be hungry, and not, maybe I'll have one. I, I get, but I can't see. I'm the kind of like naive that I can't live like that. Like how yeah. people like they take the top sheet off at hotels. I can't live in it. And they're like, we do that because they don't change that sheet. Mm. I can't live in a world where I don't think they change that sheet. Mm. I have to admit, I have to trust that they're not gonna fuck you with you that much. I can't live in a world. I love like you that. to death. But uh, every place I go, I assume the worst. When I look uh, at a cook. I could tell that guy picks his ass. And it's my choice to eat his food or not. Like when I go to Lee's Fried Chicken, right? I could tell those brothers haven't washed their hands. They got crack particles on their fingers and shit. Now I could complain. But in my world, that adds to the fucking flavor of the chicken. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm a hypocritical type of dude when I come to that shit. I go to a nice restaurant. I see a couple Mexicans. I know they're Catholic. You know what I'm saying? I know the food's Catholic. I know we got a shot. You know what I'm saying? We got a shot. We got a fucking shot. But there's like last time I went to a restaurant that, listen, when we go out with the parents, we can't go to a good restaurant because we go in there dirty deep. Wow. <clears throat> so they got to push it away and move people. So we can't do that. So we got to go to a place that takes 12 people. Like last night, like I said, we were 30 deep. It was 12 and like, yeah, we were like 26 deep. So we got to go to these fucking restaurants that, are like, that take the reservation. Went to a place last night. It was okay if I lived in California. And right. if I lived in fucking, you know, 
up north somewhere, you know, up north as Spurs. But now I'm watching diners die in an automobile, and they got a ton of food in fucking Bakersfield. Yeah. Now that I left, like now I'm seeing all these great restaurants in Bakersfield. <laughs> yeah, but then you have to go to Bakersfield. Yeah, but I, who the fuck is going to Bakersfield? Not I, not I. No. <laughs> so fucking, uh, you know, I, I go to this place last night. My wife was still hot about it this morning. But again, I got to yell at her. My wife was bitchy because the mojito wasn't right and the fish and chips. I go, would you order a fucking mojito from a bunch of fucking rednecks? That's what you get. This is a Jack and Coke type bar or a fucking beer. You order a mojito. Look at the fucking bartenders. Look at them. <laughs> they got shit, you know. And then she ordered the fish and chips. They burnt the fish to the fucking crisp. Mm. So when I went in there, the lady goes, listen, we're running behind tonight. We're going to be a little late. So I knew I had to jump on an appetizer. I was hungry. But it was Friday. You can't eat fucking meat. Uh, here's my, but yesterday, you should have called me. There was a dispensation yesterday. I know. I didn't eat meat. I know you ate chicken over at the Chinese Yeah, place. because I, I confirmed it online and with my mom because okay. it was a solemnity. <clears throat> no, I, you know what? I, everybody yeah. makes mistakes and they'll eat a piece of meat. I just try to, since I don't give up nothing for Lent, yeah, there you go. I just try to really stick to That's the fucking great. no meat on yes. Friday. So I said, what's the safe, safest fucking appetizer around here? I went with the French onion soup. That's as safe as could be, unless the cheese is bad. It's it's brown broth, some bread, and a fucking piece of cheese. That's what it's mine, yeah. And it's good. I've been starting to eat it since I'm back here. I love my soups on the East Coast. So I fucking ate that. I mean, guys, there was nothing on that dish, on that menu. I wasn't in the mood for salmon. Yeah. I just had salmon Wednesday. So I ordered something against my core, paella. How was it? I didn't shit blood the next day, so the seafood was obviously good. Had a couple of the mussels. The, the, it was like three-inch lobster tails. When I pulled the lobster meat out, you could see that it was black. Like it was... What? They got it from the Hackensack River. Uh, oh. But I took a chance. Columbus did. I'm not a pussy. You know what I'm saying? It was $30 for that pie. I got to get mine, bitch. So I fucking ate the lobsters. I ate the shrimp. I ate the clams. I ate a couple of mussels. And I ate a couple of the rice. The rice wasn't bad, but they had a ton of chorizo. I love chorizo. Not on not that chorizo, and not the chorizo they put in. Chorizo is supposed to add to the texture of the paella. It's not supposed to overpower the paella. It's a seafood dish, not a fucking sausage dish. Okay. Yeah. They had twenty nine pieces of sausage on that mm. motherfucker. I just ate around it. I didn't get sick, but everybody there like, uh, two nights ago was like, "Fuck, the food sucked." Mm. You got to know what to order at these places. That's a hamburger joint. That's what that is. It's a bar hamburger joint. St. Peter's was on. You know what I'm saying? I'm nervous about tonight. We're going to get Italian because I've gone and there's two stories with him and Italian food, him getting mad at what I ordered. When we came to shoot the documentary, we went to his favorite red Italian place and I ordered ravioli. And we're in Jersey now. I could just stab you and throw you in the weeds. So you better order the right motherfucking food. And apparently ravioli's not right. And then, no. And then we went to the North Hollywood Diner. Once, oh my god! And I ordered spaghetti meatballs. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that was disgusting. And you stumped, and he stumped the Mexican. He stumped the Mexican, the man. Spaghetti and meatball. I don't know what to do. He fucking just took chili. He just There's took chili. I asked him. I'm not lying. He took chili and threw it on noodles. And he goes, maybe. And he gave it to me. And I'm like, Lee, don't eat it. It was just noodles with chili. It was just chili. Like, it even had a bean in there and shit. I'm like, God, last time I checked, 
Fuck the spaghetti don't have beans in it, all right? Uh, oh, yeah. The North Hollywood Diner. It was a diner. I thought you could get spaghetti French meatballs. Fries. No. That was, they were good for breakfast. Oh, yeah. And those two pieces of bacon, you better pray they didn't give you a boar. Real quick, boar's meat. You ever get, my wife gets it. My wife gets fucking, you know, Oscar Mayer, the, the thick, fancy cut one. Yeah. And every once in a while, you got boar's meat in that motherfucker. It tastes fucking terrible. Real quick, before we move forward, the joint is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Listen, a lot of us drop anything to go help somebody. But how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? We need to invest in yourself. Invest in yourself by exercising and therapy. BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to take care of the most important relationship you have. And that's the one you have with yourself. Listen, we were just talking about, you know, what's been going on. I had struggled with a couple fucking questions. I contacted BetterHelp. They connected me with Dana. And you know what? I'm doing 150 fucking percent better. I talk to her once a week, and uh, it's been working out. You guys are the judge. I'm doing a lot better. So do yourself a favor. Whether it's hitting the gym or making time for a haircut or whatever the, whatever you're doing, you are your greatest fucking ass, asset. So invest the time and effort into yourself. All right? BetterHelp is online therapy that offers your video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't want to see anybody on camera you don't have to i know how it is it's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you could be matched with a therapist within 48 hours and it's a lot cheaper right give it a try and see why over 2 million people have gone to better help online therapy and today today monday the 28th the joint is sponsored by better help so all the listeners get 10 percent off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Diaz. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash Diaz. And now that we touch base on therapy, let's do our own therapy. ABX, the leader in fucking gel caps and edibles, sponsors the podcast, sponsors us. We sponsor them. So we figured it's time to go to church. There's four two hundreds and one one hundred. Pick the one hundred. Pick the one hundred. It's the lighter color one. What are you talking about? That's not even real. You're just saying. Oh. No, it's just for mouth. What do you mean? They're all like. No, they're not. They're burning. Trust me. I. Uh, I uh, <coughs> I know everything in here is going to be the same amount. Just fucking eat one. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Here you go. You motherfuckers. It's been a while. (laughs) Since I ate ABX on the camera. I was going to say, it hasn't been a while. And you know what? It's Monday morning. You can't walk on one leg, cocksuckers. Let's get this party started right. Look at my eyes from last night. I ate 1,200 milligrams last night. My eyes haven't been this red since 1980 when I ate the Quaaludes <laughs> with Didi and I drank the Poopa fucking vodka. Look at my fucking eyes. My wife said this eye is so red. I, It took 20 years to fucking restore the veins in that eye and after one night with ABX, kaput. You understand me? <laughs> <laughs> fucking look at my eyes. They're still fucked up from last night. Look at them. Oh my God. I was I smoked a little bongy woo before but nothing seriously. <laughs> You used to say that every like every once a month you'd be like, you know, we're, we're gonna no more edibles, and then and then three hours later, oh there'd be God. edibles. He'd call me like, no more edibles today. What, do what is that? 
We change every day. This is White Truffle, oh, the third in the series from fucking Laughing Gas. Look how beautiful this is. Oh, that's yours? Yeah. Beautiful. Put that in your nose. <laughs> oh, 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 cocksuckers. <laughs> it's Monday, cocksuckers. The ice cream shop, white truffle, rainbow ruts, and cocoa is waiting for you, motherfuckers. You Delicious. understand me? So, how's Florida, Steve Simone? I'm loving it. You like your new life in Florida? You like living with mom? You got your little comedy gigs? Yeah, it's great. It's a peaceful, easy life. I'm getting a little bored right now. But overall, so happy. It's just easier. Life's easier. I moved my parents in. I got a little <coughs> backyard. It's great. You know? Like, I'm going to plant a little garden. That's that's what I want to do. That's the, the next move. That's the guinea garden. I, 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 do I don't know anything about peppers. fucking planting. Neither do I, but I got to figure it out. And when are you going to get uh, a pizza one? A pizza oh, oven. I'm going to get the pizza oven. That, oh. Yeah. Oh, I got to give you a fucking pizza, personal pizza from Carlos. Oh, I can't wait. You got to taste these motherfuckers, man. They taste like. The oven, that's why you reminded me. When I used to be in Boulder, Ladizio, on Saturdays, he used to take a stone oven to farmer's markets. Nice. And make your pizzas. This pizza from Carlos, the personal pan, tastes exactly like that. Tremendous. With some basil in that motherfucker. Oh, fresh basil. I drank that water. That capsule hit my stomach and my intestines blew up that cancel. <laughs> I just came up with a little ABX fucking burp. Tremendous. <laughs> Tremendous, ladies and gentlemen. It's a Monday morning. It's going to be a good week. Fucking April Fool's on Friday. Is it really? April fucking Fool's already, cocksuckers. We've gone through the first quarter of the year. Wow. And it just felt like I had COVID two yeah. weeks ago. That and was, that was Christmas, Christmas, right? Yeah, it was yeah. Christmas. This, this fucking year is moving. You better get with it, cocksuckers. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about the B.A. Omicron? We're going to keep pushing fucking straight. Can you believe that? Every two weeks, I got a new fucking deal. Hong Kong, listen to this. I started fucking physical therapy on my right knee. This was a hell of a week for me like with that shit. So I went down there Monday. You know, you got to wear the fucking mask. I go in. I give the girl my name. She goes, all right, go on the back. I'm sitting in the back minding my own business. I got the mask on, and this Asian woman walks up to me. And she goes, Mr. Diaz. Like, yeah. She goes, I have to talk to you. She was really cute, like 40, thin, tall. And she's like, yeah, I have to talk to you. Uh, we do acupuncture. It's called dry needling. When you do therapy, physical therapy, we do the first two sessions for free to see if you like. And I'm like, you know, I go to acupuncture, but free, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck do I got to catch a breather like that? That's 65 bucks for acupuncture. Catch a fucking break. She goes, okay, I'll come and... Uh, talk to you later to see if you have time today. I go, all right, no worry. And as she walked away, she goes, you look very nice today. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't know what to say. You know, I'm like, oh, okay. And then I went there Friday. Again, I go in. I got the fucking, they told me Monday when I was there, I go, this sucks with this mask. They go, take it off. They go, it's okay. We don't have to wear them. It's a, your decision. I go, are you fucking serious? They go, yeah. Take off the mask. I go, okay. I went back yesterday. I wasn't in without a mask. I'm sitting in the thing, and the Asian chick comes up to me again. Oh, hey, Mr. Diaz. We have time today if you want to do it. I go, okay, yeah. She goes, where's your mask? I go, listen, lady, it's over. <laughs> it's over, lady. That's it. I, why do you have a fucking mask? And I started really, like, not really killing her. I just started, like, busting the ball. And again, she said to me, you look kind of nice today. 
I'm like, you look nice yourself. I don't know what the fuck's going on, man. <laughs> so she goes, when you come back Monday, come to my office instead. Don't come here first. Come to my office. Let me needle it first. I'm like, I told my wife. I go tell my, my wife some lady hit on me. She's like, who cares? She's not going to do nothing anyway. <laughs> my wife already knows. <clears throat> so what were you saying about the fucking needling or whatever? I don't know. I don't know how we got No, you were talking about, about um, Happy being in Florida. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's great. Uh, when I moved there, I didn't know how different their COVID response was from Los Angeles. Like, I got there, and I'm like, is COVID still happening? Like, I there was a nobody wearing masks. There was yeah. nobody paying attention. Well, nobody, nobody paying cared. attention. They were living their lives. They had us so scared in California. I remember when you guys went away. Didn't you, like, kick a woman out of an elevator because she coughed with him? Yeah. When we came back from Atlanta. <laughs> when we came, I remember, that's what I knew it was going to... I got a funny feeling in that moment that this is going to be serious. I've always said that, that the day Kobe died. Yeah. When we were coming home that day, that's yeah. the day Kobe died. No, we were driving on the 405, guys. The, there were leaves. It was a gray day, yeah. and there were leaves. And the leaves were just moving on the 405 in a way that I never saw before, like in a circle. And then another time I saw it in Burbank. When I went to Burbank and I saw leaves like that, I went to the Cuban place to get food takeout like right before the, we moved. Like in, it was July, so they had yeah. loosened up restrictions. Porto's wasn't even open. They had fucking uh, paper towels or something on the windows. Yeah. And you had to meet the girl outside, and then she gave you a time. Yeah. You had to come back an hour later and get the food. It was a nightmare. It's a disaster. And I go, fuck it. I just go over to the record store. And I went to the record store, and the record store was closed. And I'm like, fuck. And I remember going back to Porto's and just getting out of the car. <clears throat> just to wait on the street, half hour. I don't give a fuck. And I saw people jaywalking in Burbank, which you never see. Yeah. You never see people jaywalking in Burbank. I saw a bunch of people jaywalking. Let's just say I didn't see the kind of people you see in Burbank jaywalking. It was not a good crew that I saw jaywalking. Yeah. And I remember when I looked at them, the wind was blowing the same way. And I go, you know what? It's time to get out of fucking L.A. And that, yeah. was, that was my final decision because the way the leaves were blowing. That day from uh, on the way back from Atlanta, I still say it. That was the day we went into a... A different doom the day Kobe died. I don't know what Kobe had on him. I don't know if he was sat with Jesus or hung out with Copernicus. I don't know what Kobe had or what power he had. God rest his soul. But whatever happened that day. It's fucked up, but it's true. It was like a month before, less than a month. I remember standing on January 26th. Your front lawn on March 14th. It was that Saturday. The store had closed down like Thursday night. Yes. I did a spot at the Ice House. On Friday the 13th, I think it was. Or it might have been that Saturday night. <coughs> Whatever it was, everybody still thought it was going to be two weeks. The, every, yeah. the whole narrative was two weeks, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. And we were on your front lawn, and the sky was, it looked like the beginning of Flash Gordon when Ming the Merciless <laughs> yes, was messing was. with the world. Yes. It was that end of the world apocalypse sky. And you looked at me, you go, Steve Simone, pray. I do not have a good feeling about this. And you hit it right on the nose. And then I remember July, and you go, you got you to gotta leave. We're all going to leave. We're, gonna leave. Go, we're like the Marines. Leave. No I'm man left behind. Me. I remember you saying that. Nobody's left behind because I, I didn't want to be responsible. 
I didn't want to be here and hear that league got hit by a car. You right, you saying that. I robbed, remember saying and I, that. And I'm like, I got to go back out there, get the body, you know. I remember when you saw the guy get hit in the head with a bat or something on Coenga, and that's when and you on called me. fucking the, Lancashire. You go, we're leaving. Done, done. And then I saw the the white dude hit the black prostitute in front of CVS, CVS in Studio right? City at 10 in the morning. Yeah. When the fuck does that happen in Studio City? Right. Never. There's 10 in the morning. You know, dog, come on. I'm not trying to be racist or cute here. Listen, the studio said they had three or four black people. They owned the barbecue place that we used to go to. Yeah. Remember on Fridays they had the gumbo and shit like yeah. that? Oh, they had the yeah, big that was family. delicious. Delicious. They Uncle were the, something's. Uncle bar- something. They yeah, were the they brothers. Were delicious. That, when that pandemic hit, there was un, just an, an unreal amount of people that you would not see in those neighborhoods whether they were African-American, whether they were Mexican. I mean, it was just crazy. Sherman Oaks was just uh, homeless people. During the daytime, it was just homeless people smoking meth in broad daylight. In broad fucking Here's daylight. Right in the middle. I feel like L.A. gets a bad rap. I'm very happy not to live there anymore. L.A., as a, if you think about it, is a great place to live. Yeah. The problem is there's too many people. That's the problem, I think. The food's not great. There's some there's some stuff that you can eat. The beach, the weather's great. It could be really great. <laughs> there's Ernst just so said, many people. Brennan's had a great joke. He goes, everybody's complaining about the pizza in L.A. He's like, who moved to L.A. for pizza? <laughs> yeah. He goes, you move here to do something. And I was that buckled me. For me, it wasn't. Listen, for me, it wasn't. You guys know I love the comedy store. Me too. And you guys know I loved the ice house and I loved fucking everything about it I'm, yeah. dog, I'm a California I'm an everywhere guy me too there's really not been anywhere I've never really liked love Colorado love Cal- love New Jersey I think the only thing that's the difference between California well I can't even say this because if you live in San Francisco and you're an architect you don't really experience that we were in a very weird business, guys. We were in a business that, I hate to tell you this, you know what? You wouldn't sell your soul for a fucking degree, a lawyer degree. No. You wouldn't even sell your fucking soul to be a doctor. No. But you would sell your soul to be on a stupid TV show. Yeah, people are lost. To walk into a club, to be VIP, that it's it's so, you see the women out there that everybody wants to be Kim Kardashian, and you yeah. see... It's not the food. It's not the beach. It's not the... And it's not every, even the money. No, it's, the it's fame. not the money. That's yeah. what they want. They want fame, and they'll do anything so for sad. it. so sad. And that little thing in the back of your head, having that constantly dwarfs what you see in your reality. Yeah, there's a brokenness there. Like, <clears> I used to pray. I used to feel like Noah. I felt like for the last two years I was building an ark in LA. I go, Lord, I can't take this much. You got to get me out of here. What am I doing here? Because it was, like, I love this store. I've made amazing friends. Amazing friends. I hope L.A. comes back better than ever. I mean, I... Me too. Me best too. years of my life were in Los Angeles. But there's a brokenness. There's a darkness in that city. And I'm telling you, the last time I was in L.A., I felt like it was the beginning of a horror movie. It just felt like something bad was going to happen. And I don't know that could have been in my head because I live in the middle of a cow pasture now where <laughs> it's the Bible Belt. There's a church on every corner. People have guns. It's the opposite. Amazing, warm people. I love where I live. But when I was in L.A., it creeped me out. 
I remember just waking up going, I have to leave. It was a Saturday morning. A car flipped over on sunset on Saturday morning, exploded like a movie. The valet comes running in. He goes, don't send any guests west on sunset. I go, you know, I was in line to get something fixed to my room. And instead, I checked out. I used miles to fly out of Burbank. My flight wasn't for six more hours. I went upstairs, packed a bag, Ubered out. I'm like, it's 10 o'clock. I'm leaving. I saw two naked homeless dudes like whatever drugs are in la now are out of a horror movie they had sword one guy had a sword the other guy had a bat buck naked in the middle of the street fighting and i go i i felt like lot and his wife i'm like i'm not turning around i'm getting to the burbank airport and that's it so i hope now when i go back it's better and that's what i might do i might take a connecting flight it's worth burbank. it to go to burbank burbank yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go back in june to see some of my old friends and do a few open mics i'm I'm just not, it's worth, because, and by the way now, almost all flights have stops. It's very rare. Yeah, I know. I've flown a couple times, and they got rid of almost all the flights. I, I would fly. Flights are three times as expensive. You know what I'll do? I'll fly mm. from here to Vegas. Yeah. And take a southwest from Vegas smart. to fucking uh, Burbank. Burbank. That's really smart. Yep. That's the way to do it. That is genius. That's the way to do fly it. Fly like Delta from here to there, nice, and then that. Southwest, that's genius. For a fucking hour. And you could even land and catch like a two hour. So I could leave here at six, land in Vegas at 11, get something to eat. Yeah. Get my luggage and go right back upstairs to Southwest. That's Not true. Not even fucking. Go through security again. No, none of that shit. That's no, you smart. have to if you get your luggage. You do? Oh, yeah. But get I'm not going to fly right, here. Your luggage, right? From here to Southwest to Vegas. That's not, not happening. No. My asshole. No, I'm 60. My asshole will blow up now. <laughs> that little chair and fucking peanuts. <laughs> and if there's somebody with an allergy, I don't get my peanut. I'll stab a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Not now. Not, not, no, no, not Southwest. You got to, you got to. And Southwest, look at their fares. They're not fucking around. No. You know, every week, South Fest has a $49 sale. I swear to my mother. Not going 30, anywhere, though. Yeah. 30 years, I've never got a $49 no. fare. They advertise 69 go anywhere. Go ahead. For, I dare you. It's true. That's like the D group. Yeah. If you fly out wet, you're ABC group. If you're C, you're a fucking mutt. Just hang yourself. And they if you're D, you're fucking... Those poor people, oh my God, those poor people get like a, a Southwest ticket and don't know they have to check in. Oh, yeah. And then get to uh, the airport and you see them get like C-59 and they're waiting and they're waiting. Then they get on the plane and all they're looking at is middle seats. It's a fucking nightmare. And you, and you have a middle seat, but you're like doing everything you can so they're not to sit next to you. I got the knife out, I'm shaving and shit. <laughs> you had a rule. When we, when we would fly uh, southwest from, from Burbank to Vegas, when we go to Vegas, and we'd get on in the back, and you would take the aisle out, and I would sit the window, and you'd be like, look fat. And look big. So no one would sit in the middle seat. Nobody would sit in the middle seat. Nobody wants to sit next to two fat, sweaty guys. And when they come up to you, go, man, I just had some Taco Bell. They'll definitely, they'll fucking won't get on the plane. They'll go, fuck, we'll take the next flight. There's two little chubby dudes back there reeking of Taco Bell with a weird look on their face. Lee, you've had a weird look on your face since you ate that edible last night. What's going on with you? Oh, you think so? This is all new to you now again? Yeah. You got out of shape. Remember how you always talked about in training? Got to be ready in a training. He got out of training. I also but lost a lot of weight. now he's going up there with the new edition of ABX. You know what I'm saying? There's no more mistakes for training. 
Jesus. Look at this chunk right here. If you could figure out how many fucking pieces are here, I'll give you this whole thing. Can you imagine this? Like a carnival game? Guess how many jelly beans are on the jar? Yeah. It's a hundred bucks to guess, though. So. Guess the milligram. <laughs> oh, my God, Joe. Look at this. That's how to live, cocksuckers. That's a bag. It's Monday, you cocksuckers. You didn't think I was showing up with the three amigos. If we Can you imagine just putting this in your freezer bag? And it smells right through the bag. You can yeah. smell this motherfucker through the bag. We got the white truffle. We got more white truffle. It's that type of fucking party. We're going to go eat tonight. I'm yes. excited. Lee's going to be fucking pale. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm we're so, going to go to a couple Italian different places. We don't know where the fuck we're going to go yet, but it's going to be fucking tremendous, man. I'm happy you guys took the time to come down. Thank you for having me. And visit. Me. You know, it's... Uh, I got a message yesterday that they were looking at a Reddit thing and they were talking about me doing heroin. Like, what? you know, and the guys are like, what is going on with people? You know, like, that they could have sworn when we were on the church, we did heroin or something. Anyway, and I said, you know. Yeah, video, remember? What's that? A while ago, there was somebody had video of you guys doing Yeah, we were doing coke. The they had video. The guy that was running uh, the YouTube site. Yeah. He ran a YouTube site about us. Then we fucking reported him. He's like, well, I got, I got a video of you guys snorting coke. And I'm like, well, I called Lee. Like, Lee, they got, they got videos of us snorting coke. I guess it's two actors playing us because we had the fucking, we had that Dunkin' Dust in there. Oh, we got Jesus. fucked up that day. We never snorted coke. No, we never snorted coke. We did that other shit. And you, and you hate needles. How are you going to do heroin? I know. That, the, listen, people are just... <laughs> it's like right now we're living in a world like yeah people just say shit yeah. and they wish it stay it's like the guy who said uh you know it's like the guy who said uh uh you know fucking uh justify the police what's that stumble the police what was that thing after and we did it now we're asking for money oh defund about, the defund police yeah police. somebody yeah. said defund the police that's a great idea. Defund the police. And everybody jumped on it. It wasn't that good of a fucking idea. <laughs> it wasn't that good of a fucking idea. And now all those places that defund, they're looking to fucking pick up extra fucking money to get them back, you know? So whoever's talking stupidity, it's like, listen, we did heroin. We did coke. Take that look off your face. You look <laughs> I'm looking like, at that knife. I did. You look like I fucking farted a garlic fart next to your cocksucker. Not yet. I'm sure it's coming. No, fuck, that's crazy. No, people are crazy. People are crazy. And, and it's, I, you just can't, you can't worry about it. People are crazy, even like in daily life. Like people send, people like that. I had to, I got on TikTok for like a week. I wasn't making anything, but I had to delete it <coughs> because it was addicting. Because mm. you would just swipe and swipe and swipe and swipe. Mm -hmm. But it, what's big on there right now is like, People fighting videos and like Karen's like people like yelling at people. So like sad. Pe like yeah, you can't worry. People are fucking crazy, and that's why we stay home. Like you were talking about, like oh, being in LA is great when you're trying to be something and do. But it's also like at a certain point, you're like, okay, is all the other shit in LA worth it Correct. to do that? And then at some point, it's not worth it. Yes. And so now you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bored, but, but I love. I also life. don't have to do a. Valet parking at Starbucks. Everything's easier where yeah. I am. Everything. I'm not joking. They had, val they had valet parking in LA. at Starbucks. If you wanted to go to the 7-Eleven, you'd have to go around the block four times to find a place to park. And I never lived in Hollywood. 
I only lived in the valley, and I wouldn't even go to Ventura on Friday and Saturday because it's like I just not. I don't want to. Yeah. I just can't. Like even that. Uh, what what was near there? The um, what was uh, Crave? Yeah. In Studio City with that Trader Joe's parking lot. Yeah, that parking lot was always a disaster. It's just, and now it's like, what's worth it? Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Like yeah. I'm bored. I'm I'm bored sometimes. But I get to have I have a dinner with my mom it's every night for like a year and a half. Hundred percent. So it's like okay, like I have a life. Like you, you said you were at home with your parents in L.A. Now, I mean in Florida. Yeah. When you were in L.A., how often did you get to see them? Twice I'm a year. Forever. Three times a year. For where I am right now, just filled with gratitude. Yeah. Yeah, it's a we better. We're gonna play life. this video for you guys. <laughs> where do you find these things? We're going to send this to Mike. He's going to put this here. This is the way we're ending the fucking show this week. This is a rapper here. This is the best rap video ever made. And what you're about to see is a chick. The guy that's saying make that ass move, he's handicapped. He's got like a fucking little crush. Is he blind? No, he's just handicapped. But here he goes. The chick is like a low-rent chick. Look at homie here. Look at him, look at him. Oh, and no. Then he falls. Is he drunk? What is... But the handicapped guy falls. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> Without missing a beat. <laughs> now that's the way to end the fucking show. Make Check this out. Make that ass move. It's like that guy Watch the terrible. brother with the handicap, then give it to Mike. Mike's going to have to send it to himself. <laughs> so we end the show with that video. I wonder if you're gonna put a copyright on this YouTube video. Like I own that. I own make that mess. No, that's a Reddit video. It was voted by Reddit as the best rap video of all fucking time. Make that ass move. What about when he falls and he fucking? You're gonna love it, guys. Another fun-filled episode of the fucking joint on a Monday. You bad motherfuckers. Make that ass move. 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 <laughs> I love you, cocksuckers. Have a great day. Stay black, and we'll see you motherfuckers Wednesday. Tip-top Magoo. Just make that ass move. 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 And now for a word from our sponsors. <laughs> All right, you fucking savages. I want to thank Steve and uh, Lee. It was great to see him. We're going to go out to get a bite to eat and smoke some more dope. If you're around, we'll bump into you. But if not, the joint is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. A lot of us will drop anything to help somebody out. But how often will you give yourself the same treatment? Listen, we invest in ourselves here. I invest in myself every day by exercising. I go to acupuncture. I'm nice to cats. Better how online therapy wants to remind you to take care of the most important relationship you have, the one you have with yourself. I love Better Help. It's no drama, very easy. Sign up, ask for my girl Dana, and within weeks you'll be rolling. Usually, right now, you can't even get a therapist. Better Help will have a therapist for you within 48 hours, you understand me? And it's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you're gonna love it. BetterHelp is online therapy, they offers his video, phone, and even light live chat sessions. Now, if you don't wanna be on tape, you don't have to. 
Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. The joint is sponsored by BetterHelp and all you savages. I'm going to get you 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Diaz. Again, BetterHelp.com slash Diaz. And after you get your head together, I'm going to make you some money this weekend with DraftKings. Unbelievable. Join the biggest college basketball tournament of the year this weekend with DraftKings. I know it's Monday, but I'm trying to get you motherfuckers ready because I'm fucking excited for this weekend. New customers. You get $5 on any team to win, and you get $200 if free bets if your team wins. Who's better than Uncle Joey? Nobody. If Sportsbook is in your Thing, let me tell you something. DraftKings pools are the best. Right now, everyone can play for free all month long with a shot to win over $250,000 in prizes. Are you ready for that? All year long, you're telling people how much you know about college basketball? Well, put your fucking level to the test. Let's win $250,000 at DraftKings, but it starts with you. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Fantasy app. Use promo code JOEY. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code Joey. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gotta be 21 over and restrictions do apply. The joint is also brought to you by the best. You understand me? Stamps.com. Whether you have a small business or a big business, the time you put into your business is a lot. Time is money. Print official postage right from your computer and save thousands of dollars with stamps.com. Spend less time at the post office and more time making your customers happy. Like I told you in the beginning, my wife has been with stamps.com close to 12 years now. We love it. It's easy. You measure the packages, you weigh out the packages, you print up the label, you put up the little wing on your post box, and the mailman shows up 20 minutes later. Stop overpaying for shipping with stamps.com. Sign up with promo code Joey, J-O-E-Y, for special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code Joey. It's that simple. I want to thank BetterHelp. I want to thank DraftKings, and I want to thank stamps.com. But most importantly, I want to thank you fucking savages for always having my back. Stay black. I love Lee. I love Steve. I love Mike. And I'll see you motherfuckers Wednesday morning. Tip top magoo.